0: development, investment, and regional integration could be stopped if there are no legal and institutional cooperation framework to guide the management of these water resources in an integrated and sustainable way. In fact, transboundary waters are potential sources of conflict if not effectively and efficiently managed.
1: These are the words of the Permanent Secretary of Nigeria's Federal Ministry of Water Resources, Mrs. Diddy Wilson-Jack, as the most populous country in Africa, took a significant step with a milestone commitment in Abuja to join and implement a United Nations Treaty called the Convention on the Protection and Use of Transboundary Watercourses and International Lakes, otherwise known as the Water Convention.
2: My name is Sonia Köppel. I'm the secretary of the Water Convention, which is hosted by UNICE, the United Nations Economic Commission for Europe. Nigeria shares most of its water resources with other neighboring countries. The Niger Basin and Benue Basin are major sources of water for the country. And um, Nigeria is also part of the um, Lake Tart Basin, which is a um, hotspot, including problems of conflict and uh, increasing water scarcity due to the um, decrease in the water levels of the lake. Um, In the region already Chad has acceded to the water convention and uh, Cameroon is about to do so and um, if Nadira would also accede to the water convention then three of the major Lake Chad Basin countries would have acceded to the water convention and this would probably greatly facilitate conflict prevention and sustainable development uh, in the Lake Chad Basin region which is very important due to uh, increasing challenges such as climate change impacts, population growth, economic development, etc. So, accession to the Water Convention would have multiple benefits for Nigeria, such as strengthening national water governance and water management, strengthening transboundary water cooperation, strengthening of the already existing basin organizations, such as the Niger Basin Authority, the Lake Chad Basin Commission. Also, it could raise the profile of the country at international level um, and increase access to financing from international sources. And this is particularly important in advance of the 2023 United Nations Water Conference, which will be held. uh, in March in New York, which will only be the second United Nations conference on water since 1977. And countries are asked to come up with concrete commitments and actions. And Water for Cooperation is most likely going to be one of the topics for discussion. And Nigeria could actually show a concrete commitment and result by having acceded to the Water Convention by the time of the conference, which could attract attention and potentially even funding. Acceding to the Water Convention can help the country to better achieve the Sustainable development goals, and particularly CG6 and Nigeria. Nigeria would join a community of parties and benefit from exchange of experience, capacity building, pilot projects, activities on the ground, um, and this could um, support also addressing challenges here in, in the country and in the region, such as uh, pollution, such as flooding, such as other climate change impacts, um, such as financing, transboundary water cooperation. And in all these different areas, the Water Convention provides guidance, um, activity support, tools, um, and Nigeria would greatly benefit from those events good practices and also be able to share its own good practices at the international level by joining the water convention.
1: We hear from Mr. Harry Liv, chair of the Bureau of the Water Convention and special envoy for Transboundary Waters at Estonia's Ministry of Environment.
3: In water management uh, there are uh, so many details uh, how to achieve the good water status, how to share the water, how to use that uh, most uh, efficient way and uh, when you are able to cooperate and to find the common criteria, then you are able to cooperate also in large. That means that you are cooperate with economical aspects or cultural. So it's very important uh, for all of those countries who are owning uh, that transboundary waters.
1: The government of Nigeria has encouraged all nations with which it shares water resources to accede to the water convention and ensure its full implementation. Nigeria's Federal Minister of Water Resources, Suleiman Adamu, recalled that this offers a crucial means for countries to work together to strengthen the foundations for peace, stability and sustainable development in the Lake Chad and Niger basins.
3: My name is Dr. Bukar Abba Gana. I am an Associate Professor in Environmental Management from the Abakratafa Baleo University in Bauchi, northeast Nigeria. It's important for Nigeria to actually accede to the Water Convention because Nigeria, even though we are very much endowed with water resources, both in terms of uh, drainage system within the country and then the transboundary waters, we have River Niger, we have River Benue we also have lectures so we really have a stake to be uh, a party to the water convention so we feel we shall have a better bargaining ground in terms of making agreements with our riparian partners so that our development projects will not actually suffer nigeria is located at the bottom at the lower course, at the bottom of river niger It is also located at the bottom Of River Benue. So you see, we are downstreamers. As downstreamers, and uh, already our riparian partners in the upper coast of River Niger, for example, Guinea, for example, uh, we have uh, other countries that are acceding to the Water Convention, like Chad, in terms of uh, uh, Lake Chad Basin. So we also need to come into the Water Convention. The Water Convention which is an internationally, uh, you know, acknowledged, you know, uh, legal entity in terms of uh, uh, aiding countries, helping countries, you know, to reach out to the potentials of water resources that they share with their own riparian partners.
0: So, my name is Dr. Bernadette Araba Ej. I'm the Director for Legal and Monitoring Compliance with the Water Resources Commission, Ghana. So Ghana is a transboundary state, a downstream state, that has been involved in this discussion on transboundary water cooperation with our core appearance. And we've been through this process for a while, uh, attending UNICE meetings until 2016 when a session was opened to non unece countries. And so within two years of that, Ghana started the process with a national workshop and then I see that in 2020. It has become crucial for us that other countries in the sub-region that also are transboundary states follow a similar path because of the benefits of accession. So, for example, once you are seed, you join this larger community of states that are into cooperation on transboundary water governance aimed at actually achieving SDG 6. And Nigeria is a transboundary state, southern state that also shares quite important water bodies with its core period. And looking at the importance of cooperation for them, Ghana, also an Anglophone country like Nigeria, and we have collaboration on many other fronts. We felt that it was important for us to hear and share our experiences. Uh, we are both um, British colonial countries and so have similar legal systems and we felt that we could share some of our perspectives on our path to a session and also uh, indicate to them the, the benefits we've gotten since acceding in terms of implementation, help from UNICI to implement our obligations and how they can also come up with their implementation plans uh, towards uh, their obligations under the 1992 convention. So the, the attraction for us was to engage our core appearance in this journey and i would say that one of the key benefits so far has been getting our transboundary authority water-based authority to buy in into this program um our co togo has succeeded the code device on course kina faso is on course talks have begun with mali and for ghana sharing our very big transboundary water with them having them as part of this international community this is a platform for engagement uh, they get a bigger picture and then we have another platform outside where we are to talk and uh, all the assistance that we get can also be shared with these countries for us, we've begun an implementation plan. It's at the national level, but also goes wider for the transboundary. in the sense that we are looking at strengthening legal frameworks. We are looking at capacity building. We are looking at knowledge sharing and data. And for development planning, it stems from getting the appropriate data. And so currently we are in talks with our co-repair Faso on um, minimum flows and then the data that we have on surface water. We realize the lack of data on groundwater across board, and, and this is a project that Ghana is looking at developing, so that we share with our core that we share aquifers with, to develop a framework of sharing information on draw, uh, drawing from this aquifers and also quality issues. So these are some of the benefits immediately that we see from accession. For the water conference, that is to come up. I think the position of Africa in uh, showing our transboundary footprints is very important. The issue of more accession to the convention can be showcased uh, for other regions because we find other regions like Southern America and the rest are a bit slower when it comes to the accession, even in Asia. And so when the benefits of a... Um, if if African countries have been able to come up with more bilateral agreements, more information sharing agreements, more pollution control agreements, then we can even start a conversation and say, look, we may not have completed it, but this is something we are doing. And these are benefits of uh, transboundary cooperation. So I think for next year's conference, I'm hoping, first, that more of our co-appearance will be members of this convention. And then two, that we'll have some concrete agreements to showcase as the fruits of this cooperation.
4: My name is Ma Emenanjo. I'm a Chief Water Resources Management Officer at the African Development Bank. In the last um, two years, the African Development Bank has launched um, two key reports. One is the Water Strategy, and the other is the Policy on Water. And in those, in those two documents, the bank really makes a case that cooperation around transboundary water is fundamental to regional integration, which is a key part of you know, our work, right? And regional integration um, has several aspects to it and several benefits. One is really around sort of conflict resolution, which is one of the key benefits. One is um, economic development. Um, I, I, in many countries in Africa, um, you find that some of these in, in transboundary basins have the most resources, but are usually, you know... Um, and the, the people that live there usually the poorest people in the countries because of the economic development. So really, our mandate of Afri- African development is strengthened by our work in the basins. Um, so really, Afri- transboundary basins are key. Um, because the populations have an opportunity to benefit in a, in a, in a, in a, in a different way, because they're usually rural populations um, in these areas. So. One of the things that I've noticed uh, in my work is that there isn't really an understanding in many countries how important these shed waters are. Um, I think mo- almost 60% of Africa is, you know, is covered by a transboundary basin. Uh, in many of these cases, the, the resources are scarce. So, really, these countries that are very sort of um, independent, um, these transboundary basins, are an opportunity. To for them to cooperate, to really understand each other, and really to manage a resource that um, is key. I mean, water is key to life, water is key to development in Africa, and really being able to um, manage those resources for the benefit of their populations is really important. Another thing is that there are real opportunities uh, in this basin, real solid opportunities to do work in terms of infrastructure development. And most of these infrastructure, uh, usually hydropower, irrigation, and so on, are very high ticket items in terms of cost. So these countries being able to cooperate is the only way that most of these bodies can be developed, can be utilised and, and, and the resources can be used in a proper way. So the Water Convention provides an opportunity and, and other sort of bodies like this provide a real opportunity for there to be an understanding amongst the countries on how to share benefits how to share costs in terms of investments, and how to sort of you know, really work together to maximize um, the value and um, the water resources you know, in, in different sectors. What, one thing that we see is that where there are strong frameworks our work is you know, immensely easier, right? Um, I think one of my favorite basins in Africa in terms of uh, being ready to do work is the Senegal River Basin, right? And there's, there's a history of cooperation that goes back um, over 50 years. And when we go into invest in water supply or, uh, or work on uh, sort of hydropower and so on, uh, the conversation is shorter because these countries have been working together, they have the right agreements in place, um, they have an understanding of what the benefits are, they understand, have an understanding of what the issues are. So being signatories to things like the water convention and so on, and being part of the water convention and acceding to the water convention requires conversations to happen that make our jobs easier. And once those conversations have happened, talking about investments is um, usually an easier step and is the next step. But in many cases, we have to sort of spend a lot of time looking at agreements Looking at issues, and by the time we get to investment, we're looking at ten years because the proper groundwork has not been done. Like if those countries have acceded, for example, to um, the Water Convention, so really that understanding that comes with that, you know, this type of cooperation documents and um, just to say, I haven't said this, but that um, you know, it's very easy for countries to sort of commission projects at, at the national level because it's usually, oh, we understand what the issues are. We are, I mean, our, uh, sort of, uh, our government understands, our politicians understand, our people understand, so it's very easy to sell those projects. But it's very difficult to sell regional projects where they're not the right sort of conversations I been had and where the right agreements are in place, or you know, where, where the right issues have been discussed. For, for us, these commission, and this is why I'm here, really gives an opportunity for, for us to do the work that we, we are sort of called to do, which is to invest.